bad to calling soul Agents led by son of call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're talking TV From suits to supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the rebels Sherlock's Big Bang went off from black True Detective Bombed at second crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash Get into TV, Talking Shield, first two episodes. We've got to be quick because Mitchell's got commitments. <laughs> I'm a father, is my commitment today. Fair enough, fair mm. enough. And uh, you're a mother, Terry. I am. Do you have any commitments? Nope. <laughs> You've been to the toilet? <laughs> I have. First two episodes. Had to go and do a nervous wee. Yeah, well, we thought we'd change things up this year, didn't we? Because we last season, for anyone who tuned into to, uh, our superhero channel of the TV talk, we like to throw everything in the one bag. We had all four of the DC shows going around and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was and a we're, lot. Just, we're simplifying things because obviously lot. Supergirl was now a CW show so it's joining the other three. That can We can do a whole CW Belanti verse Arrow, Flash, whatever, Ville talk. This is just going to be purely S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield. Which is good because I got confused because I think there was an overlap in what they were talking... One of them was called the... Uh, Shield were battling Hive, a guy named Hive. Yeah, the Arrow the, was trying to stop a, a thing called, called Hive. Hive. It was very confusing. Yeah. So this is good. And this wasn't there two Gideons? There was a Gideon in one show and there was a Gideon, Gideon in another. Gideon is a computer from the future in another show. That's right. We've, yeah. we've cleaned up a lot of messes here. <laughs> yes. And then you've got the... the we've cleaned the, house. Yeah, you've got the fanboys out there that they're all DC versus Marvel. So now we've just got the Marvel show, just got the DC shows, which we'll get into now that they're coming back this week. And, uh, you know, you can choose your allegiances and go from there. Does that mean our S.H.I.E.L.D. chats will start to include Luke Cage? Oh, I think that's that's its own beast. Okay. Well, I think we once we once we get through that, that's going to be its own beast. Obviously, that's been out for a couple of days. Ben and I have started it a couple of episodes in. Terry, you're yet, yet to start. Uh, you've been watching some other pretty cool programs, but um, yeah, Shield. So well, we missed the boat last week, but we're going to do a two episode wrap because we will have a week's break next week in place of uh, episode three. They're taking a week off already. I don't know why, but they're doing that in the states. So in Australia, um, so we thought we'd um, we'd catch up, do a two episode special. And get straight into it. Shield season four. Where did it start? Because at the end of last season, we had the little flash forward yep. uh, to to them chasing Daisy yep. around, right? Did this season take off from that point, or is that still yet to come? Because I was a bit confused. From what I took, from what I understood, it Same. was going to take place sometime after the very end of season three. So it, that jumped six months ahead to bring yep. us basically to now in September or October, as we are now. And right. So that scene has already happened. It's already happened, okay. yeah. yeah. So and that was on. where I really... I, I mean, I, I wanted to start at the start because it really kicked off with a bang. Oh, it, it, the show opens up, there's a car chase going on, Daisy suiting up, very sort of Batman and Robin sort of style, like showing her, you know, Velcroing the gloves and zipping up the front, putting her underwear on. We got that very, very quick. So, um, and then... Yeah, could have slowed mode that a bit. <laughs> uh, and, and then you, you're thinking that these guys are running away from her because she's the only one that you know of, especially if maybe yourself, Ben, who doesn't read about what's to come in this show. Definitely not. 
I thought, well, I did. I knew what was coming. And it's Ghost Rider. And he's the yep. big talking point going into season four that they're going to introduce Ghost Rider. And bang, he was there. Oh, bang, all right. Terry, you mentioned just before about Luke Cage and whether we're going to bring it all that. The, the Luke Cage, um, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, the Netflix ones, they're very dark, gritty, violent. Yep. I thought this first episode, because usually Sarah, my girlfriend, she's... Uh, She's the one that likes S.H.I.E.L.D. because it's a bit of fluff. It's a bit of Marvel fluff. Yep. It's not as gritty even as Arrow or even The Flash, I guess. This first episode was more like a Jessica Jones slash Daredevil. It was quite There was people long. getting carved up. There's blood going everywhere. <laughs> it, was, it was dark for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I thought it was bold. Well, that's the thing. To do with the ratings over in America, and I guess the way they deal in Australia as well, is that you can... You know, they say you go and watch the Avengers, and they kill a lot of people yeah. in the Avengers, and a lot of people get killed by the bad guys, but you don't see their blood. You know, they might Iron Man might shoot someone, Thor might whack someone with a hammer, Captain America throws a shield at somebody. This shield is supposed to be able to cut through anything; it's the strongest metal in the world, but it hits someone in the face, and it doesn't. It might cut them, it might knock them out, but we never see blood. As soon as you show blood, boom, the, the rating goes up. So they've actually, in the States, jumped to, a, I think, a 10 p.m. time slot. It used to be, I think, 9 o'clock uh, on a Tuesday night or whatever time they show it. Now, they've jumped up to 10, so they get to do a little bit more. But you're right, we didn't ever see him do anything, I guess because they wanted to shroud him still in a little bit of mystery. But you see one of those bad guys in the truck look out, and suddenly he's coated. It wasn't even just blood. It was chunky blood. Like, there was skin, there were pieces of this guy that come with that blood splatter and you're right immediately like 45 seconds into the show you're like oh oh wow what's what's happened to shield yeah this has really jumped up in the violence takes and i guess they needed to because ghost rider is uh even as much as what we found out now but as you get to find out like he's got to do with the devil it's very supernatural i mean he's he's essentially an an agent of hell and in some respects he's got demonic powers you've got to allow a guy that is literally a flaming skull to be able to hurt people. Um, so I think for them to water down his character from the comics to fit him with the PG fluff world of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would have made doubters and haters of this show uh, their case is even stronger. So while I don't know too much about this version of, of Ghost Rider, I do really like it already. I'm seeing already hints that, that Daisy and he will hook up. <laughs> Please, no. She doesn't need to hook up with anybody else. <laughs> what she had already, two or three loves? you know, And they never end well. No, that's She's right. She's literally the kiss of death to she a guy is. working. She's a jinx. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've seen that in almost every season. Someone, It's got to do with her parents as well. Her parents die around her, you know. Uh, old mate eventually became Hive and then he died for a second time. And Lincoln last season, so... Yeah, I, but I just thought it started off with a real bang. And um, and I think, especially the first episode, I know that we're talking about the first two, but the first one I thought was a really strong episode, especially the Ghost Rider stuff and, and the Daisy stuff, which I know Daisy has sort of been something that general watchers of the show and, and, and critics have really found to be a bit tedious at times. But I think her side of things and when she meets up with Ghost Rider, that was the strongest stuff in the show. I, I actually found the Coulson and, and the other agents, their stuff... While it was interesting because everything's changed. There's a new director, there's new teams, they're, they're, they've got new ways of new structures, new ways they're working with. I found that to be a bit, oh, a bit slow. Get me back to Daisy. Mm, and the whole find secretive out about... thing about who this director was. It was a bit over the top, wasn't it? And I'd read a lot of stuff online, people who clearly weren't 
reading into the show, they were just going by what the show itself was talking to us about. And they're like, oh, wow, who's going to be the director? Is following on the events of Captain America Civil War is... Uh, Tony Stark, is he the new director mm. of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Which is a position he does take up in the comics at some stage or another. Um, might not be something they ever touch on in the movies, but he has done it at some stage in the print. And they mentioned that old mate's AWOL, so... Captain they America, they, they did it in, in, is, in so episode two. Be. Yeah, so he, he's got nothing to do with it. So they made up such a big deal, and you're right, then they... Introduce someone and we don't know. In the end, it ends up being someone for the fans. I like I read up about this sort of stuff, and, and I have very, very vague knowledge of the comics and things. Um, but I have no idea who this guy is. Uh, and as we found I out... I looked it up. Yeah. In, you know how I've got that encyclopedia? Yes. Can I say what the encyclopedia says? Well, we may as well. I mean, we don't know this is where the show's going. He's, so. he's supposed to be the Patriot. Yeah. Which is when Captain America isn't available, the Patriot steps up and takes his place. Oh, he's an understudy superhero. Yeah. I think he was yeah. he was like, he was a World War II hero as yeah. well in, in, in the comics. Like, he, he's been around for that long. This guy, Jeffrey Mace, Mace or something. Does he Mace. have some Captain America juice there? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Because obviously in the comics, they're able to work with, you know, the X-Men and all that. So he could have very well been a mutant. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, is he in the encyclopedia? How um, did I describe I it? Did because... read, yeah, I think he took uh, like a serum right, thing so, as well. Yep. Okay. Yeah, whereas in this, they've made him an inhuman because I guess that's still the overhanging... Uh, plague on the world from season three is that there are inhumans and that not all of them are going to come and sign this Sokovian Accords and all that sort of thing. So as we find out at the end of episode two, to jump straight to that, he reveals himself to be this inhuman and says to Colson, look, I'm in charge here because you suggested we put a powered person or an enhanced person in charge that people can trust. Um, which which is good because up until that point, I looked at him and I, I thought he's just an annoying... He's a face man. He's a PR guy. He's a politician. I did really like how he presented himself. I think any other version of that character in another show, perhaps I would have been like, okay, I get what this guy's supposed to be, but he annoys me the way that he's performing. But I think this guy actually did pretty well. Is um, he somebody? Because the way the reveal, the big reveal of, you know, when he turned around, they walked into the room, there's all these people, and then he turned around. As I in thought, the actor? Is he supposed to, yeah, as in the actors. He's supposed to be somebody. I was expecting it to be... Samuel L. Jackson via yeah. the build-up. I was thinking, this better be good. And then That's what I mean, somebody there's a huge build-up and yeah, it was, who is this guy? Yeah. Um, oh, he's, uh, Jason O'Mara is his, is his name. Yeah. That might have just been something for the fans because I think in the past he has actually voiced Batman in yes. certain animated car, uh, whether it be cartoons or, or uh, video games and stuff. He's actually been a voice of, uh, of Batman. So he's familiar enough to the, the, the geek culture and things like that, obviously in uh, the DC world, which we're not allowed to talk about here. Um, so, so maybe it was to do with that, but I, you're right. I, I really felt they were hiding it when a general fan, even of the show, won't know who this character is and probably Probably won't know who the actor is. I was thinking, what's his backstory going to be? Whether he is going because the world doesn't know that he is inhuman yet. Yeah. So that's hidden. So based on what you said before, Terry, about the uh, his his the Patriots backstory, does that mean that he was a secret agent? Because otherwise, people would know him. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm wondering whether that, that means that he is going to be the Patriot, like what you, you're saying, or whether he is going to have been just a normal human being, perhaps a politician, hmm. had a few too many krill oils. <laughs> and uh, At least we know he's on the vitamins. So, you know, he's looking after himself, which is good. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying that, trying to discover him. And I'm also enjoying 
or I think I'm going to enjoy more the interaction with Coulson trying to interject and become who he's not not allowed to be anymore. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to be a really good storyline. There was already that great line at the end where he asked uh, the director something, and he's like, "No, that's classified." You don't, you don't get to know that anymore. Mm. And you could just sort of see Colson go, you know what, I am a man who takes direction very well. I'm a soldier. I don't like being the paperwork guy. But you shouldn't be allowed to say that to me. <laughs> I ran this shit in the darkest days, you know. I saw the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I was the first block to trying to build this house back up again. Have some goddamn respect. <laughs> I want to talk about Ghost Rider. Now, I know we're not talking about DC. That's fine. But I'm joking. Just... You bring it up as much no, as you no, want. You know. <laughs> I just want to reflect back on Arrow. and Constantine? Is that what oh, you were going to no, say? No, no. I think Constantine was actually quite fun because he came in and then went out, right? But the whole Damien Dark, Supernatural, mm. the whole of last season, I wasn't a big fan. I really hope... You mentioned before, Mitch, that uh, he, he's... What did you say? The son of the devil or something? Well, he gets his powers... That he's essentially he granted. Soul, it. Yeah, he, he sells he his soul. soul. That's he's, what he says anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. So I really hope that they're not going to make the... Mis- well, in my opinion, the mistakes of Arrow mm. of last season because I think it just went a little bit away from... We've already got Inhumans. We've got Thor getting around from Asgard. Like, we've got all of that happening. Do we need... I mean, I don't watch the... Uh, sorry, read comic books... So is this another indication that I should know that Supernatural is a part of Marvel in this universe? Well, it very much is. And I think what S.H.I.E.L.D. has done so far, and in in some ways very well, but I guess because they have to, they're sticking with what the movie of the year is. You know, So when the, the, the year that S.H.I.E.L.D. started, it was late 2013, but um, it was building towards Captain America, the Winter Soldier, in which it's revealed that S.H.I.E.L.D., through a lot of it, is actually Hydra in hiding. And so you see the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the movie, and so it's all about the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. within the show and them trying to build back up. But that was pretty much the base. It was all about, you know, spies and and, uh, double agents and that sort of thing. And then in come number two, the movie side of things have revealed that eventually they're going to make an Inhumans movie with these key Inhumans Inhumans characters. Now, at the start of season two, they they touch a little bit on Hydra and then they start heading towards the Inhuman side of things and that became a very big heart. Well, really, that became season three. was all about Inhumans and the building of the Inhuman side of the team, the secret warriors, uh, at least the TV version of it. I think with Doctor Strange coming out in now less than a month in Australia, this is their building towards that crossover. Is I mean, Doctor Strange is all about different realms and different realities and and things like that. It's not directly the supernatural, but I think it's their way of of getting into that side of things and sort of yeah. And at the same time, Iron Fist coming out on Netflix in I think March. They just released the other day the uh, the premiere date. That's the next Netflix series, and he's a little bit more supernatural than say Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and Daredevil, who are just sort of enhanced people. Um, this is really interesting because I don't read comic books and all I'm watching is the TV. I'm representing that side of the audience. Yeah. Same. And for me, I'm looking at it going, oh, I don't really like that, I don't really mm. like that. Whereas people who read the comics are going, yeah, finally, it's happening. This <laughs> is awesome. This is the greatest. Well, and, and then at the same time, they might be like, oh, my God, why are you doing you, You're only half doing it or something like that. So I'm one, I really am wondering what they feel. I think with Ghost Rider, at least, there were two very bad Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider movies <laughs> It, within the last Arrow ten years, what are you saying? <laughs> I have still not properly never made a bad movie. That's what I'm saying. Hey, it's did... been a long time since Face Off. Did I'll you just say, say he's never made a bad movie? Never made a bad movie. Oh my god! 
I don't I'm know wrong. you. You're doing I it wrong. I don't know you. He's made some very fun ones, and unfortunately, he's in a lot of tax debt, and he's made some very bad ones while he tries to catch up on what he owes Uncle Sam. But um, the first one, I remember re-watching that when the second one came out, and I'm like, wow, this movie is actually horrible. And the second one... It was directed by uh, Neville Dean and Taylor, who did the Crank films, and they were just going to make this out-and-out action movie over the top, and it was that. Idris Elba's in it. I'm like, Idris Elba's amazing, even before everyone knew him as Idris Elba. And I fell asleep in the cinema, (laughs) and I didn't want to. Like, It wasn't like I was bored. Maybe tiredness, but meets how boring the movie was. I don't know. So I've still never properly seen it, but people hated that representation of Ghost Rider. Now, I think Robbie Reyes, the one we're seeing in, uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D., is the third iteration of Ghost Rider in the comics. Right. You had Johnny Blaze, well, f- technically fourth, but whatever. You had Nicolas Cage's guy, someone in the middle, and then you had a Robbie Reyes who was, I think, the first one to go away from riding a motorcycle to riding a car. Now, me, only familiar with the bad Nicolas Cage movies, I hated the idea that he would get off a motorbike because I think that looks badass when a motorbike is on fire mm. and instead he's just driving around a car. But I think he makes it work. And I liked, before we saw his face, I wish I had my keys on me at the moment, him just walking around just flicking his keys around his finger as a a means of intimidation onto the guys that he had tied up or whatever. Like, that was scary because you don't know what they're seeing. But he's just going around with these keys. Is he going to punch you with it? Is he going to go and start this car? And then eventually he goes and starts the car. It sets on fire. It's a very Greek thing. How so? What do you mean? Well, in Greece, um, I believe it's just the men. It might be women as well. They carry around these these beads almost and Mm. they just flick them. All oh, right. Yeah, so I wonder whether he could be referenced to a Greek god or something. Yeah, I kind of liked it. But, um, yeah, just to wrap up that, I think that maybe is where they're heading. It's another avenue of the Marvel Universe that is going to be explained and shield as they always have because they've got 22 episodes to explore it. They try to get ahead of the, you know, ahead of the crowd a little bit and then the movies will completely, you know, um, saturate the world with what with what they've got to show and then S.H.I.E.L.D. will play catch-up after that and sort of play off, you know, and, and picking up their crumbs and things, sure. yeah. We've had Hive, there's people with super human abilities. We've got a guy that catches fire and turns into a fiery skull. I can buy all that. Yep. Absolutely. Now we've got those ghosty things. The ghost things? Fine. No worries. That's a science experiment gone wrong. <laughs> but that car would blow up the minute that it caught fire. At the very least, it wouldn't run. How is that happening? Well, you got to think The too, car's not superhuman. Maybe it's, it's just like a car. Yeah, but maybe it is. Why doesn't his clothes catch on fire when he's, his flame, you know, his head catches on fire? Yeah. It's just, it's almost like a curse is on everything that's, that's him, that, you know? That like he touches. Yeah, yeah. Like, he could throw a, a chain, you know, like, okay, whatever chain, the steel might not burn, but he might pick up something as a weapon. I don't think that weapon would necessarily burn or disintegrate because it's on fire. It's because he's using it and... I don't know. I'm making up stuff for stuff they haven't explained yet. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm filling in gaps to make it convenient. Maybe we're not supposed to just think about that. I yeah. don't know. I was just looking at that car going, hang on a minute. What's going on there <laughs> with that car? Um, just to go back to episode one, and it's, it's so hard because episode one and episode two are so different. They covered like completely different aspects of, of the storyline so far season. Stuff that was in episode one hasn't been touched in episode two, and I'm referring to the Ava i.e. Uh, robot. Um, yes. I love that the Scottish actor, I love him. So I think it's yeah. very, very cool that he's still in it and he's making these new, I don't know what they're called, AI people. Yeah, well, the, almost like a, a, the life... Um, Fembot. The, the model decoy. <laughs> yeah, Fembot, exactly. 
But the the thing that got me in in uh, the first episode was when um, Fitz walks in to watch the football. He's got a few beers. She walks out in the nude, and she's a beautiful woman. Whoever plays the the fembot. And he's surprised, and then when he gets told by old mate actor John Hanna that she is a robot or she's a cyborg or whatever, he seems completely surprised that how have you even done this? This is impossible. This is this is a new frontier. Now go back to the end of season one and, and some way through season two. Um, Patton Oswalt was playing Agent Koenig. Do you remember Agent Koenig? He was... Patton Oswald, like short little chubby guy. Oh yes, he was an agent, right? He yes. helped out. Yes, now, he, right. He died. There was lots of him. Yeah, old mate Hive was before he, he was Hive. What was his name back um, before Hive? Um, Ward. Ward. Ward killed him when yep. when they started to discover that Ward was uh, was Hydra. He killed Koenig, only to find out two episodes later. Oh, there's another Koenig, and that new Koenig referred to a third Koenig. Yes. So I'm I'm into, I, I'm taking were this. they clones? Well, or they robots? I, I took that as them being robots. I don't know why, but no, for whatever I reason, them I took them as being clones. Yeah, right. Okay, maybe That's... it's a clone thing, which would make sense now because Fitz seemed completely surprised that this technology even existed—that you could build a robot that looked so much and spoke so much like a human. When I'm thinking, well, two years ago, you had no problem with it. To the audience, it was new, but you guys seemed like it was a normal thing. So maybe they are clones. They never wrapped that up. I thought they did. I was sure because when the the second um, guy was on screen, I'm sure someone actually mentioned at the time, hang on, weren't you killed? And I thought he did explain it. I thought they actually... It was so long ago that I can't remember. I thought they went around it and it was sort of like... He's just like, oh, that doesn't matter because blah, blah, blah. And they just left it. But you might be right, actually. And I should go back and, and revisit it. But I've got too much other TV shows to watch <laughs> for Ben's been recommending to me. Absolutely. I can't go back. Never go back. Can we talk about Sky slash Daisy slash Quake? Yes. Am I the only one that's annoyed that she has three names? <laughs> and all of a sudden her, what she wore in seasons one and two, all of a sudden she's Changed her it's, entire. I mean, it's not hot enough. Dress. Clearly, it's just for ridiculous. a goth look. Well, you know, let's it's not so be hasty stupid. about. It. Like, why can't she just wear her jeans and a t-shirt? No, she has <laughs> to wear fishnet tops, and yep. it's just ridiculous. Well, she's undercover. Oh, and now she wears extra eyeliner. Yeah, and yeah. Because she's a baddie, or yeah. she's like, a rogue person, so she has to dress this way. What I want to know is if Yo-Yo was helping her out, okay, stealing her the serum, then why didn't Yo-Yo steal her those? Um, those arm guard things that stopped her from um, breaking yes. her wrists. Hey, steal me one thing. How about you steal me those things? Well, Yo-Yo is too taken back by Mac. I mean, she was on the flirt big time. I know it's because she was, you know, trying to fluff off the reason that she's actually there to see Daisy, but Yo-Yo yeah, Mac's going to be pissed. She wants a piece of Mac. Episode three, Mac's going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> piss that guy off. He's got a shotgun axe. He's finally got that. Like, I'm not making that guy angry. What I really liked about the start of uh, episode two, before it cut to the credits, up until that point, because it was new characters introduced to new people in a new location, and then it cuts to credits, and I fully expected, even though I haven't seen this show in eight years, for it to go, supernatural. Because it felt very ghost. Like, the ghost thing was actually quite well done. I was like, it was a freaky little scene where that ghost appeared out of nowhere. She, like, breaks a photo frame. The kid's there. Oh, and- yeah, I had hair standing up everywhere. <laughs> They're standing up again. <laughs> I Woo! thought that was really good. I, I really liked the way that I was done. My pants. I had to turn on a light. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I thought that was really good. But so- I don't think they're ghosts. I think no, no you're right. Not. It's a science the, experiment. Yeah, which I think as the flame came out of the box, 
it was a flame that came out of the box, right? Flamey mist something, yeah. yeah. It looked very similar to Ghost Rider, which well, makes me think... Well, he said that... He actually said that they are attached to him or it's they're related to him. Right. So, which makes me think that he's not, hopefully, um, <laughs> some sort of supernatural thing and that it was an experiment to, to create him. Yeah, I, I just... I found it... It was, it was so much scarier in... Um, in episode one, and then it, as it was revealed in season two, and I'm like, oh, okay, these guys are just annoying me now. They, they were having little pissy little arguments and things. I mean, it was a lot sadder when you realise they've been in a box for years or whatever the situation may be. But yeah, all of a sudden, Ghost Rider's like, oh, I think we're chasing the same people. Or Daisy said it to him. Either way, he's going after these guys. He's clearly killed one. Like he just, you know, melted him and you know turned him to ash or whatever the hell the the case was. But um. It's getting back to, I think, a, an episode... Uh, I think it was the second episode last year where there's, like, two or three different storylines going on and they're all sort of working toward a common goal and neither set of characters really know that the other is doing the same thing. So um, I think the second episode definitely was a step down from the premiere of season four. Yeah. Um, well, it but, left a few things, like Fitz is lying to Gemma. Yeah. I, I wish there was a couple of things in there just to keep that alive, but, mm. you know, who knows? Maybe episode three will just... It'll all be about that. So. Yeah. But you're right, though, because they did make a huge point of, of, uh, of raising that in, in episode one yeah. by, yeah, three or four times throughout the show and why it was such a big thing. They're already living apart or, you know, living apart, but, you know, mentally, whatever, they're apart. You know, they don't see each other either. But um, the one thing that did carry over, and it was really starting to piss me off, and I was about to say something out loud at the time, and I was only sitting by myself, May, she's a brilliant agent. Mm. She knows all this shit that they deal with week in, week out on this show. There's supernatural stuff, you know, there's super-powered stuff. There's crazy shit going on in their world. Their yeah. job is to police this stuff. She starts seeing a ghost. Okay, that's one thing. You can pass it off to just being a little bit tired and dehydrated. But then she starts seeing people's faces turn demonic in front of her and she doesn't raise a question to anybody. She's got two great friends of hers that are scientists and maybe can help her understand it. Never says a word to them. The only person she says anything to is a bad guy they just arrested. It was, a, it was ridiculous. That yeah. anyone? Yeah. It was completely yeah. unbelievable. I don't know. And with everybody else, when the, the ghosty people approached everyone else, they went crazy immediately, yeah. whereas with May it was like a slow, gradual process. So yep. why That's because she's it... so tough. Well, I, I did think that at first, and then I thought, well, those the those Asian guys were tough as well. Mm. Nah, and yet they weak. were all affected straight away. No one's as tough as May. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Actually, on that was how this episode ended, wasn't it? Was She was in a straitjacket. She was on... in a straitjacket, but she was in a plane yes. full of the people that just left the... That's the... what Sarah said. Right? She the goes, are they the people from the thing? I said, well, it looks like yeah. them, but I don't see why it would be. And see, at that point, you, 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 you get told in episode one, we don't trust the director. He's shifty, he's shady, he's changed his entire setup to be a PR stunt to try and get people trusting S.H.I.E.L.D. again. It's not about how S.H.I.E.L.D. should be working. Episode two, you meet him, he's a friendly face, but you understand he's just there to make it, again, PR friendly, and then once they get back up and running, they'll probably put someone else in the job. No, he's an inhuman. You're like, wow, he's actually going to be a real big thing to this uh to this yeah. organization he's showing everyone else oh you can't see this you can see this let me show you all the all the all the explosive stuff and the big shiny plane and he puts them on the plane colson comes over and says oh what are we going to do about May? oh don't worry no it's all taken care of i didn't even think about it when he said that and then it cuts to that end scene and she's struggling in a straitjacket like the asian guy locked up screaming out what's going on and the people sitting there they don't seem 
at all affected by what, what's going on in front of them. So what the hell were they there for? Well, unless they are responsible for the experiment in the first place, because, yeah. you know, the company's obviously owned by someone or some people, and they're fully aware of it and playing dumb in front of everybody else mm. at S.H.I.E.L.D. for the tour. But then, I don't know, was it even them? It looked like them. It did look, yeah, when they yeah. got a view of, I think, one woman. With and like were they, a very, in, they were in a Quinjet, right? Yeah. So they were just about to get a, view, uh, a tour of a Quinjet. Who wants to see the inside of a Quinjet? And I do, I do, I do. And then they're in there riding in it. Yeah. Oh, I got May. a feeling they were about to leave, you know, in a limo or something, drive away. Yeah. No, I think it's just saying, you know what? Don't trust anyone except for the team that we know. It's like the new director, he's still shifty as hell. Yeah. Don't trust these other people. I don't know. So, um, and the other two things I just want to touch on because come next episode there'll be old news. But um, pre-episode two coming out, um, uh, Miss Peregrine's School for Peculiar Children or whatever it's called at the moment, Samuel Jackson is in that, and someone asked him about Infinity War, Avengers Infinity War, which is uh, coming out in early 2018, and they said, "Look, Shield, you're Nick Fury, you're the boss of Shield. Is Shield ever going to come back to the films?" Now, he's only speaking from his personal... Like, this is a guy who got killed off in the Star Wars prequels but still think there's a place for his character in the new films set 60, 70 years later. He's like, no, 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 I can still be around. He just wants to make more cool movies that he wants to watch. That's his philosophy. I want to make movies that I want to go see. So he wants his character and his character's, you know, things around. He reckons S.H.I.E.L.D. is definitely coming back to the MCU, the movie side of things. He reckons S.H.I.E.L.D.'s definitely coming back. Why wouldn't they bring it back? It hasn't been destroyed. What else is Nick Fury going to do except to keep running S.H.I.E.L.D.? So that's one thing. So this show isn't just existing because of itself. According to Samuel L. Jackson, it will be brought back at some stage or another. Now, the other hot rumour going around this week, and I'd love to see what you think about this, Terry, because we're, we're, you're as deep into the Netflix stuff as we all are, and John Bernthal's The Punisher, which is another spin-off coming out because everyone loved him in Daredevil 2, and why great. wouldn't you? He was brilliant. Only I think yesterday or the day before they started filming the Punisher. I didn't. This changes. Oh, cool. Ben and I were talking about all the shows that are coming out soon. Changes everything. They're filming his show could be coming out this time next year. So they're filming it now. But apparently the showrunner of the Punisher was invited to like these special screenings and whatnot uh, in the editing bay of Agents of Shield as they were putting together the first couple of episodes. The hot rumor is going around that John Bernthal's Punisher will make a cameo on Agents of Shield this season. That is f- awesome. <laughs> Look at that first F of the show. <laughs> I love that guy. I know. How awesome He's, would it be? Yes, that would be great. Because so far we don't have any connective tissue between the show, uh, Agents of Shield, and the Netflix, the Netflix world. No, you know we've had Nick Fury tie in the movies to Agents of Shield, and obviously Peggy Carter. I mean that show doesn't exist anymore, but Agent Carter and Agents of Shield are very much tied in. Which I thought was a nice thing that Carlson said as he was giving the tour. He yeah. said, "There's so many stories still to be told about her, yes. <laughs> or something." I'm like, "Yes, there is. But we're not going to see them." <laughs> And if this is the last you ever heard of it, let me tell you about what a legend she was. She did so many wonderful things that we will never see again. But, um, yeah, that'd be, I think that would be a great little appearance. It would be cool because, I mean, in those, uh, those show, all of those um, Netflix shows, they do reference things but from the movies. Wo- they use different words. Yeah, like the green guy yeah. running around yeah. or a hole in above New York or whatever they say. They do reference it. It does exist for them. So it would be cool for t- to go the other way. That would be awesome. Yeah, and, and the only thing that I guess works against that is that 
that would be the first time we see him before his own show. And S.H.I.E.L.D. likes to work in the current day. Like, right now on that show, it's October 2016. Whereas, right now, you and I were only a couple episodes deep into Luke Cage. We don't really know where that's set right now. Punisher might be set immediately after Daredevil Season 2. It could be set at the end of 2017. So, potentially, they're letting him go from Daredevil Season 2 and that he's not supposed to show up until his own series a year and a half later, time-wise, are they really going to waste his first next opportunity in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where he's not really allowed to be the character that we've been introduced to? I, I don't think so, which sucks. It makes sense, and I guess I agree with it, but I love the character so much and I love the actor so much. I want to see him now. I want to see so him in episode three. Do you three. think he might just be a military person when he shows up in S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe they run into this guy who... Surely not. He has to be who he is. I mean, because Daredevil has finished, right? And that was before Shield. this season of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Right? So we've seen him. He exists as, well, at the end of Daredevil, they show his uniform or something. He puts something on. He... Yeah, did we see him he in this? costume, does Did he, he actually yeah, put think... the skull shirt on oh, by the end of it? There's something in there. I can't quite remember. Yeah. But anyway, so he exists. He's going to be... Maybe it's just him hanging out and going, not really sure what I'm about to do or I've got something coming up. Have him in a cafe. Have them go in to get a cup of coffee like we see Yo-Yo and Sky slash Daisy slash Quake sitting down (laughs) getting a donut in just one of those little diners and behind them is the Punisher just sitting there just getting a cup. We don't even... That would be a waste of his time but at the same time it would just be that... It wouldn't be though. No, it wouldn't. Oh my God, this is the sort of shit that I froth over. Just these little 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 nuggets, connective tissues like... Chronologically, where does this fall? Oh my god! Didn't yeah, me. yes, we all vote. Who wants to see him? The eyes have it. Yep. Oh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Done. Definitely. Terry, yes. quickly, what did you think of episode one and two? Better, worse, the same as last year? I preferred last year. I the, the whole sky daisy quake changing a costume and and then the the director secretive thing. I don't. I kind of. So that was a little bit... Okay. Silly. It's got to win you back. It's got to yeah, win you back. It does. <laughs> All right, Mitchell? I, th- I don't know. From the get-go, I think... I can't remember how I felt about the premiere for Season 3. I just know that I felt really strongly about the premiere for Season 4. Like I said, it did dip in Episode 2, but maybe that's just because of how good Number 1 was. So hopefully they can they can pick it up again. And I think they're onto a good thing with Ghost Rider because... I like the gore, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it's... <laughs> you know, they're not swearing a lot. They're not, like, cutting people open like Daredevil Season 1. Uh, sorry, Season 2, Episode 1. But um, I think, yeah, definitely it's, uh, it's allowing the show to breathe a little bit more and to get a little bit more violent and gritty because clearly that's working for the Netflix shows. It's not going to be all the time on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I think it's definitely um, something that they can enjoy playing with. I agree. I like the grit. I like the fact that Coulson's doing a different role now. I like that interaction. I'm liking it. And I'm liking Daisy slash Sky slash Quake's wardrobe. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. Hands up for the wardrobe. Yeah, Yeah, hands up. (laughs) Sorry, Terry, you're out. All right, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that's episodes one and two. Uh, Yeah, it's a two-week break until we get it again, but uh, you can see uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on seven flicks in Australia. It uh, screens 8.30 p.m. on Tuesday nights. (laughs) Get in a geek. You can find us, getitageek.com. Plenty of uh, news articles, reviews, and, of course, all of our podcasts are available 
available on the website. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, simply at Get Into Geek and all of our podcasts. Obviously, you're listening to one now, but depending what you're listening on, we are available both on iTunes and SoundCloud. We were referencing the DC shows a little bit earlier on. We, we will, as of next week, start having a full wrap-up of whatever DC shows are on. Obviously, Arrow and Flash are only coming back this week. We'll have Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. It's all happening, so uh, you can check that out on the channel as well. And Get Into Geek have a sideshow as well. If, we're, if you're into your TV shows and your reviews, we're doing Stargate. It's a separate channel, uh, a separate show called Get Into Gate, where we're reviewing and revisiting uh, Stargate one episode per week. Uh, as we from the beginning, from the beginning, <laughs> so we're about seven or eight episodes in at the moment of season wow. one. So you can Only jump about on thirty years to go. <laughs> <laughs> we're loving it over there. We've got a couple of the Get Into Geek guys and a few guys that haven't appeared on the show just yet. But uh, if you're into your Stargate, great. Go to Get Into Gate and uh, for some more uh, TV news and reviews and all the movies. Stick with Get Into Geek. Thank you, Terry. You're welcome. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. We'll see you back uh, in a couple of days for some DC stuff in two weeks for Agents of Shield. Get into geek.com.